Selling people here. Look at Kanye. Dude comes off like a complete prick. Mm. And he might be great in mm-hmm. certain aspects, but mm-hmm. he tells people constantly. Mm-hmm. And the only reason he ever had to, like, act, you know, like, oh, why are people so upset with me because I'm great? Because he keeps telling motherfuckers that he's great. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> we are fucking back. We're going to change the format sooner or later, but we are back. Welcome to the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and Jeff Dodona. So we are going to try. We are back. We haven't done this shit in a fucking year. Uh, it's been forever and a motherfucking day. I can't remember the last time we did this, but what we're going to try to do is... We appreciate everyone who's been downloading, who's been listening to us. Uh, now that we are out back again with something new, something different. Not something different. We're still going to be us and talk shit. But, but we're going to do it more in a very streamlined manner, which I doubt that will happen in the beginning. <laughs> Who knows? Yes. We'll give it a shot. But give us some time. But the topic that we were talking about right now are weak-minded motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, not necessarily weak-minded people, but we're talking in the sense of, like... Basic-ass... Go ahead, bring it up. What was people. it? Well, just, um, you know, when you when you have confidence mm-hmm. about who you are and what you do, okay? Now it makes it sound like I brought this up. But, no, no, um, <laughs> but, but no, but you have a better way of explaining it than I do. Well, see, okay, my stance on this whole thing is that... Um, if you are truly great at whatever you do, anything, or just even just a great person, you don't need to sing your own praises because the proof is in the pudding. The actions speak for them. That's my thought. Okay. The actions speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, like even if you're not always recognized by everyone, how great you are. You will be recognized. Yeah. The cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. The cream doesn't push itself to the top. Nature works and, and helps the cream rise to the top. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is the funny thing. When you talk about you don't have to sing your praises, I'd be like, well, you can sure as well hum them. You can hum them shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hum, I'm great. That's not humming. <laughs> that's that's singing with some humming accompaniment. I'm so dope and shit. Like, look at how fucking dope I am. Dope, nigga. Dope. So, like with your Kanye thought, right? Like, yes. yeah, like, but this is the funny thing. If I would bring up, what happened, honey? You good? Mm-hmm. So, like, I would bring up on this particular aspect of the topic with Kanye. It's like, yeah, yeah, Kanye talks about how he's great all the time. Okay, cool. And? It's obnoxious. And? And it, it diminishes his character. But to you, but for me, it's just like, that's who he is. He's a great crazy motherfucker. Is he great at being crazy, or is he's he just... great at doing music? He's great at you know whatever it is that he's doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's great at all those things. I'm not making music no more because I, I that to me is up for interpretation. There's other people who probably like his music more than I do. I stopped listening to his music after the second album. So. Actually, no, I did listen to Dark Twisted Fantasy, which I thought was actually pretty decent. When I should was very, very good. But I just, now that he's doing these seven, eight tracks with, they're like two and a half minutes long, like Little Xan, uh, you know what I mean? To me, it's just mm. like, I'm good. You know, like I'm, I checked out. And, but I get what you're saying. What you're saying is just like, yeah, man, nobody wants to hear that shit. Like, I'm the greatest fucker here. And like, yeah, we'll rise that, you know. But there comes to a point where it's just like, eventually, the individual who's listening to it's like it, to the motherfucker who says, "Yeah, I'm great." I was like, "All right, all right, go ahead, go sit your great ass down." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, eventually it gets to a point where you just say, "Like, all right, I get it. You're great, nigga. Be great. Just go do it over there, man. Just let yeah. me do me here." What I'm saying is, it's like eventually you get to a point where you'd be like, "Yeah, I understand what you are. You told me so many times. I get it. I am who I am. I do my thing. I'm dope at what I do too." I'm not going to let your greatness diminish mine because you want to think that you're better. Because what happens is our minds start to create some shit where it's just like, all right, this person says he's great. Well, then I can't amount to who he is. And then we put ourselves down. 
But I'll tell you what, when someone says that they're great to me, mm-hmm. that makes me think, well, I can do better than that. This Jeff, I am great. I can't do better than that. But the thing is, I want to see that. I want to see you do better. Like, whatever whatever you but think you, better is. You saying how great you are mm-hmm. doesn't make me want to do that. Like, you being as great as you are mm-hmm. inspires me. It energizes mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know what because I'm saying? I, I didn't yeah. need you to tell me that. Because I'm not threatening. No. But, okay, if this were any... Because I know you. Mm-hmm. Okay? If this were anybody else... I would just think you were a prick. Yeah, and you because you would feel threatened by it in some small way. No, not, I'm not talking about threatened like somebody would kill you or something. I'm talking no, about I know what you would threaten. No, no, no. But I mean threatening, uncomfortable in a way that makes you feel weird. That makes you feel like, damn, this is not. I'm not feeling this. I need to prick myself to make myself feel safe. And the way your brain will make yourself feel safe is by saying to this that this guy is fucking weird. And this guy, I'm not saying that he's trying to threaten you in a sense of like trying to coerce you or anything like that. No, but trying to put you in a space. To make you awkward and uncomfortable, and because you don't want to deal with that shit, you'd be like, "Yo, all right, I'm good. I'm gonna let this like he, this guy's fucking weird." I don't know, no, because I, I just think it, it represents a lack. Not represents. It is a lack of humility. Mm-hmm. And but I still enjoy the motherfuckers' music. Not right. maybe not nowadays. I haven't heard anything, but well, I still. I'm not gonna look back at the stuff that I have enjoyed, enjoyed, and go, "Well, this doesn't mean anything anymore." Right. I'm just saying, like, as a person. I'm not on board with this guy anymore mm-hmm. because he's so egomaniacal mm-hmm. that I like I will listen to Kanye's music, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna listen to him and his opinions about life in general. Right. And 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 why should you? Well, because I mean, maybe not everyone needs to be a role model, but and that's okay. He, that's the thing. He may not be. A, that's what I'm saying. You ask yourself this. But question. he thinks he does, though. Don't you think that? Well, let him do that and let him crash and burn. That's the thing. It's just like the the funny thing is, it's like what all I'm saying is like, dude, you're right to your opinion. Whatever you want to do, homie. That's you, baby. You do you. My thing is, why does it have to fucking matter? All right. I mean, you're right. I'm still going to be the way that I am. And that's okay. I'm going to live my life. But just, yeah. I'm going to give my own examples. Of but if, if everyone isn't going to be like that, okay, you know, I think it's mostly because we want peace. And I think that a lot or of do us. you want peace. See, that's the thing, man. It's on the individual. That's what I mean. I, all right. I, yes, I want peace. Mm-hmm. And I think that. The vast majority of people, for the most part, would agree that they want peace. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, again, like, I'm, I'm, I'm also the dude that goes, uh, I was at work, like, a few weeks ago, and I was trying to explain to somebody that anything is possible in terms of, like, just because you think that everyone wants something a certain way doesn't mean that's always the case. If, you know, if, if someone got robbed, most people would be like, oh, that sucks. I, should I got robbed. It all depends on the scenario. There's one motherfucker out there that's like, yay, I got robbed because they get off on that or they just, that whatever, not, not sexually, but I'm saying like... No, they might still. But either, they, well, either way, mm-hmm. they might enjoy the fact that something happened to them that was negative. Mm-hmm. So the possibility exists, even though it's not the likelihood... It's still the possibility still exists that someone might enjoy something that everyone else or a lot of people, most people, would consider to be a negative thing. And what is that? A mental construct. Exactly. We can create whatever the fuck we want in our mind. All I'm saying to you, Jeff, is you have the ability and the opportunity and mm-hmm. the cognition to be able to say, hey, yeah, that dude's obnoxious. I'm going to keep it moving. It's okay to say he's obnoxious. It's okay to do all that shit. Like, you, like, yo, I agree. Yeah, it's obnoxious. It's weird. But it doesn't have to matter. True. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not forced to absorb right. all of that. Yeah. I personally love watching him be a psychopath. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's great. I think his, 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 his psychosis... There's some little truth to it, you know what I'm saying? Because I think he's a little bit more stable than he has been. Mm. You know, I heard some interviews or whatever where he'll say some things about, like, 
I can't remember which videos, but he'll break down about like what the media and what people want us to believe and hear. Like he has some definite truth to that. Like I think there's like a lot of but a lot of people approach it with emotion mm-hmm. and like okay, but, he's he's betraying his right, you know. right, and 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 that's on them. It's like look, once you don't yo, the thing that fucks everything up is emotion, homie. That's it, yo. That fucks up everything. But once you can see things on a logical level, it changes the entire game because now yeah. you can look at things in a much deeper perspective and you're able to understand what this person's trying to say mm. without letting the emotions take over everything you're good yeah okay, okay take over everything that you think that's about you at the yeah. moment you know like or it's like or they try to make it like about you you know what I'm saying like when you say when I hear someone say like oh he's obnoxious right mm-hmm. or oh, he's this and that well what is that how does that that's affect how they feel right yeah how do you feel but how does does it affect you you know what I'm saying it's just yeah. like oh I don't like it it pisses me off why? He don't know Kanye. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like if I was in the car with Kanye and he was being obnoxious, like, yo, could you chill? You're being obnoxious in the car. I just want to I, I just want to text somebody real quick. That's when the obnoxious thing will affect me. Well, I also, I mean, and that's, that's interesting that you bring that up because I feel like, you know, a lot of people feel like he's being culturally irresponsible in terms of what his culture sort of values and, mm-hmm. and, and, and what they believe in. And, yeah, and he's, again, because he's mm-hmm. not 100% wrong no. coming from, you know, white male, 36 years old. But he's not 100% wrong. Like, you don't, ha- you don't have to vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. You could vote whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But I understand the point of the majority of the public. It's like, well, why would you do that? Because right, and, and oh, that's exactly what it was. And he broke down, and then they, and then you hear. I've I've seen videos and read things about how the Democrats play people to think that they're the good guys. Sure. So it's like all that. They're all politicians, these, right. everyone. All it is, all these people, all all of these things are true. It what just you, what what you can do is you can decide on what you want to do. Like right. when I tell people, like when people ask me if I vote, I say like, no, I don't vote. And it's like, well, where did you vote? And all that shit. I'm like, yo, I'm good. Like don't and I'll tell people shit. I was like, first of all, stop. Hmm. Second of all, it's my choice. Yeah. Don't bring my heritage. Don't bring my my what my my ancestors right. did. It's like I get all that. And also, you're not necessarily complaining about the policies. Mm-mm. You're not going like, I can't believe all this shit happened. Mm-hmm. Well, did you vote? No, I didn't vote. Well, but yeah. you're not doing that. You're just you're living your life. You're going to work every day. Yep. You're doing your thing. You are adjusting based on the day-to-day situations that occur in your life. Right. And the, and the crazy shit is, it's like, when I think about it, too, it's like, I like, I, I'm all right with me, man. My world is small, man. My world is very small. It consists of three people, you know? Mm. And because it consists of those three people, like, I'm, I'm straight like an old boy in the White House. Yeah. Go fuck about him. You know what I'm saying? Unless... Unless like his 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 blockade, you know, it's it's like his car was going down Capitol Avenue or some shit, you know what I mean? Then I'd be like, all right, dude, you need to like, this, <laughs> I gotta get to work, man. What the fuck? You know, that's the only time I'd be upset about it. But like, even with me, like, even with him, I'm like, whatever, with old boy, you know? Because it's like, yo, I, as you know, I love it because it's making everybody upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that laugh, everyone. That's uh, that's the mouth of madness. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> oh, it legitimately makes me laugh. I'm sorry. It is. It's, oh. it's no. The thing is, like you know, I come from a place. Okay. I, explain it to him. Explain what we mean, though. That's what I mean. Explain it to him. Well, about the, it, how it, I feel. If you haven't listened in a long time, which Rob, you haven't, yeah, <laughs> no one has, and neither yeah. have we. Yeah. Uh, Rob finds beauty in the chaos. So, like, I think I said it earlier tonight when we were talking. It, which is for 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 most of us, uh, awkwardness is not something that we enjoy but for Rob he doesn't so happiness is awkward for him Mm -hmm. and awkwardness is happy for him Mm -hmm. so and 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 like the you know the more I've known my friend here the more I sort of I, I I think I understand I can never probably truly understand but I I get it. It's fun. Like you, you know, you you like you like when shit's stirred up because it's interesting. Right, right, you right, know? right, right. So, 
Yeah, and, and like I, when 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 something is just like ah, you're like this is weird. I don't know what's but, going on. But I'd say the, the main reason why I like the insanity or or the, the chaos is because I I like to see how people react when that moment takes place. Yeah, which is probably more chaos because <laughs> most people don't know how to emotionally be responsible for their thoughts, mm-hmm. if that's even like a phrase. But I, we talked about it earlier, was emotional uh, intelligence versus uh, intellectual intelligence. Well, that sounds so stupid, intellectual intelligence. Yeah. What is there, what's, what's the other version of it? Oh, uh, EQ over IQ? Yeah, EQ over IQ. Yeah, like, I, you know, one of my, for um, for those of you who might have been listening to the podcast since 2015, you know we've been doing this for almost... Five years and about 53 episodes, probably. Right, well, yeah, it's about 56, okay. 57, yeah. I think, yeah, 57. And uh, so um, we started this in March of 2015. Yep. It'll be, so, and then we took a year off. <laughs> First, we, we didn't take the year off, but we just said, fuck it. Uh, my kid has been on this podcast since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we started it, what was it? That now was she can vote. Yeah, she's we're like, trying to convince her. <laughs> yeah, like, so So now so now Brooke is, uh, when we started it, Brooke was three. Yeah. And now uh, Brooke is seven. Yeah. And you can still hear her playing in the background. <laughs> you know? And which but, which we're, we're completely fine with, but she seems to really love to do it <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sitting there in the living room, which was really great earlier. I Like, I haven't been here in a while. Yeah. And as soon as I walked in, she comes over, gives me a big hug, and I Everything. Cause you and haven't seen how long? E, how long has this been? Since since Jeff has seen Brooklyn, it's like a year and like, like two year. or three months, something like that. I think. Yeah, and I. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. And like, so it's when you saw her, she was probably about yeah about six, five, sixes, yeah. sixes, and and now she'll be eight in a few months, and she's becoming this dynamic individual now and when it comes mm-hmm. to like what I, I said to myself in the beginning like I'm going to teach her how to understand her emotions I'm going to teach her I'm going to help her out the best way I can to mm-hmm. have her have more EQ over IQ so that she can find ways to navigate through life mm-hmm. when certain situations come up and every at every turn, it seems like for the past, so she's in second grade now, kindergarten, her teacher said, like, she's a great kid. First grade, her teacher said the same thing. Second grade, her teacher saying it all over again. And, you know, our, Erica and I, we were, like, sitting there. We were just, like, you know, at this parent. One, first of all, if you guys aren't parents and you become one, it's fucking crazy <laughs> when you're sitting at a table talking to a teacher, telling you about someone like who's like real life now <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean because when you first have them they're just like oh this is this baby and then yeah. and, and you don't think anything of it and then this yeah. person is telling you about your child here's the thing consequences yeah you, know, the, you, you did this and yeah. this is what's happening yeah and some, a lot of it's great mm-hmm. some of it maybe not so great but like and also by the way consequences doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing mm-hmm. like like yo oh man she was real friendly and gave someone a flower well, yeah. the consequences are she's got a friend now. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Um, cause that, and that's exactly what they would say like so mm-hmm. they would, she would say to us like yeah um, so Brooke, she like when we put her in groups, and every time she goes into a group, it's like she gives that person a hug. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, who wants to be in Brooklyn's group? You get a hug. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And the teacher was like, oh, me and me and my fellow teachers were like, oh, who's gonna get a hug today? Yeah. Announcing partners. Right. And for, getting the hug. And for those of you not familiar with the show, that's my wife, person Erica. And um, say hi, Erica. Hi. But it's but when you when you the thing is the reason why I mentioned this because when you teach them EQ you can teach them how to understand their, their emotions right and where they are in that instance they're able to be able to conduct themselves in a way that's pleasurable for themselves and for yeah. the people that are around them so you don't necessarily the whole right and wrong thing which mm-hmm. is I think more of an IQ thing mm-hmm. you know when you teach them to how to like well understand your feelings mm-hmm. and understand the feelings of people around you and be mindful right right Th- that what I feel like what that does is it allows them to be real well-rounded people and then hearing that our yeah. daughter is a good person it was just like yo like 
this person says our daughter's fucking cool. Yeah. Well, I think that the reason she's probably well-rounded is having to do with both of your parentage, right? So, mm-hmm. not meaning like your parents. I'm saying the the way you guys parent. Okay. Right. Yeah, appreciate. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's because you guys have uh, interesting perspectives. Like, I mean, you know. Erica, I don't know if you deal with uh, any kind of mental conditions at all. I'm not, I've never been privy to that, but I, I feel like you're coming at it as the person who is, you know, I don't want to say like, you know, your average parent, but like you're coming at it from someone who doesn't necessarily have uh, mental issues. No. And Rob is someone who is coming at it who's got mental <laughs> issues, right? Well, yeah. So she's... Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that, like, Rob, we we all know how he is, so I feel <laughs> like my personality kind of grounds him a little bit. Yeah, and okay, yeah, 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 that like, makes sense. She gets that balance. Yes, that's what that, and that's what I was trying to infer, is the balance there, right? So she knows from you how it is to sort of interact... Um, Based on you know just normal, I, I hate to deal with this, but, but you know but like, we get what you're saying. But like right I mean, now, like but right now, look, she's doing some uh, like yeah. normal shit where she's like talking with her toys. Okay, you and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then and then your so your perspective in terms of the emotional intelligence is, you know, you've you're you're coming at emotions from a completely different angle than your average person. Mm-hmm. So you. And it's not to say that you don't do this, Erica, but I think your typical person doesn't analyze their emotions, whereas Rob has the... I have no choice. Yes. That's... And yeah. Well, I, yeah. it's all... I don't say it's all emotions, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of emotions for you. Um, I think that... Because they can be... Because for me... Can, that's but I'm talking about can be, your emotions. It, but my emotion can be so extreme. Yes. So I, I have to. I have to. You have to face I it. I have to. I have right. to. And you have to, like, look at that and go, why am I being like this? Mm-hmm. What made me do this? You know, yeah. and part of it is, you know, your chemistry and everything. Yeah, but yeah. also, but you're looking at it and going, like, well, this had an effect on me. Because I, I, I know why I reacted to that. Because... This particular thing happened, and I know that that might be like I don't want to say like trigger because that's become a thing now, but like. But it's but it's true. Like, but there's some trigger. Like, are you triggered? I'm triggered. And well, for real? Uh, no. No. Okay, you triggered right that. now. No, you can't say that with him. <laughs> he's gonna, no, I'm triggered. He's gonna get so white. Trigger, please. <laughs> yeah, like trigger, please. Yeah, he's gonna get so but, fucking yeah, white on us. I, I see that's no, 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 no. Yeah. that's such a th- like that's something I kind of wanted to talk about a we'll get bit. to another topic we're, we're, yeah, we'll I know yes I, I, I love saying like hello my, my I, like, when I first get on stage sometimes I would like I would say like um, what's up sugar babies <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love you my sugar babies you know that's why the, that's the reverse of okay boomer yeah exactly because yeah. I'm a sugar baby you yeah. know what I mean but yeah but I get what you mean man. No, but I preach what you're saying it's like she, like her, like the amount of support that she gets pisses me off. <laughs> like I'm so jealous because I never got. I didn't you, figure it out myself. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. And the fact that I didn't like, like I didn't have my dad. You know, so it's like, you know, like for me, like I just, it it was tough because I had to figure this out myself. And because I didn't have my dad, there was times where it was like affecting my relationship to the point where she wanted to leave me so many damn times. You know what I'm saying? It, recent is probably like three, six months ago. So it, it's, it's, yeah, it's see? True. Yeah, it, but uh, dead serious. But it's the reality. But it's, but at the same time, it's just like, I understand, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but I had to figure it out myself. So that, but at the same time, I can't go around saying, well, I didn't have my dad. And, you know what I'm saying? Because eventually what happens is like, all right, we get it. You yeah. didn't, you know, you gotta, that, and that's what happens in mental health. Eventually, like somebody's gonna yeah. tell you, like, "Yo, all right, we get that," and and they're not gonna feel sorry for you Do anymore. Do you find that like once people realize that that something like that is affecting them, like I didn't have my dad, like you could probably diagnose someone uh, about how about their behavior mm-hmm. if you are aware that they didn't have a dad versus them saying like, "Well, I didn't have a dad." Well, yeah, like like one of the things like I talk about when, when I when on stage is like, "Well, who 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 are worse parents? White fathers or black fathers, or minority fathers?" The the, the answer is both. 
Yeah. They're just done differently. You know, my right. dad left when I was four, right? But mm-hmm. I, I know I got friends of mine who are white. It was like, yeah, my dad told me I was a piece of shit yeah. most of my life. My dad told me I was never going to mount to yeah, anything. He stayed real hard. Yeah, it's like my dad was a piece of shit for most of my life. And yeah. I was like, God damn, well, at least my dad had the common courtesy <laughs> and love to just abandon me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay with I'm grateful yeah. for being abandoned. Because they're... But, they're both shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my dad was shit for bouncing, and my white friends is shit for his dad being a piece of shit to him his whole life. But what I mean is, like, if if someone doesn't come to that realization that, like, whatever it is that caused their trauma, if they never realize it, you know, is that is is that more justified versus, like, someone who does realize it, and then they still continue their, their behavior, their pattern? Yeah, like, Kyrie Irving is a piece of shit for it. Like, Kyrie Irving, like, if you guys yeah. don't know, like, so... I, I, used to be on... Do you mean, like, if you never, like... Like, you know what the problem is, you just never do anything with it, or you know what the problem is, and you're going to a therapist, and you're working it out. It's just taking a really long time. As long as you're doing something about it, you know what right. I mean? Like, instead of just leaning so, into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I look at it from this perspective. Like, for some of you guys that don't know this. Like, using it as an excuse for why you're, like, you know, whatever, being a piece of shit. Right. Robbing things. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, well, let's look at it from this particular perspective, right? So, like, we'll look at someone like, like famous people. Like, people who are, uh, people who are just, like... Who are in the public eye and they're big in their big names, like Kyrie Irving, for instance. Like uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Kyrie Irving um, plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving played for the Cavaliers and he played for Celtics. So for the Celtics, and now he plays for the Nets. This is mm-hmm. his third team, and he's 27 years old. So this is like his third team within the past. So like a foster kid. Yeah, like three, four years. Okay. Yeah, but the, the, the thing about it is, when he was in Cleveland, he had. Reportedly problems with mood swings. When he went to Boston, he had reported issues with mood yeah. swings. Now he's in the Nets and he's having the same reported issues with mood swings. And what I'll say, my understanding of it, even though I don't know a ton about basketball, was, but this even, but this is a bat, but it's like a people thing too. But yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like at first, it was excused because he was told he was going to be the main guy, and then they brought LeBron back, and then all of a sudden he's exactly. not the main guy. Exactly, and yep, and, and that, but the, and that was the reasoning that people gave him. Well, that's why he's being. Like that, mm-hmm. but you're, what you're saying, and I, I was not, I was unaware of the continued pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. So, and and it and it goes to this perspective of, yeah. hey, I'm around someone who's great. Now I gotta put myself down because I'm around this great person. And the thing is that refrigerator's been on the whole time, so people are gonna be listening <laughs> to it. So I'm so sorry about oh, you guys listening to the refrigerator. So loud yeah, yelling. I'm yeah. so sorry, guys. You had to listen to that refrigerator. Somebody better go catch yeah. Sit yeah. in the yeah. kitchen. Oh, yeah, well, it's good. Yeah, well, we're gonna try to do it this way. <laughs> I think it's a little bit better. I actually kind of like it, kind of. But like, but no. But what I was saying was like with Kyrie, it's like he's around someone else is great. He had to take a back seat. He mentally, emotionally probably couldn't understand that. So that's why he was beefing LeBron. Because he couldn't accept LeBron's greatness. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't be like, all right, well, I can still do me yeah. and work cohesively with him. And then there's also LeBron, who's probably a narcissist in some way, shape, or form. Probably he's like, I got to be a leader. I got to do this. And he took his dick out, put it right on the table. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's LeBron's dick. We got to touch it. You know what I mean? Like, So with him coming in that perspective, and then also with LeBron being a very mercurial sort of dude in his own right, who like, you don't know what this motherfucker is gonna do, you know. So he and then Kyrie was just like, I first when he left to Boston, I was like, hell yeah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bounce to Cle- bounce to Boston. But then you start to realize Give that her a new perspective. Exactly of- right. And then when he went to Boston, the rest where stuff started coming out, where yeah. it was just like he was having these mood swings. Like his grandfather died apparently, and 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 he was all telling people it's like, yeah, you know, I wasn't going, I was going through it because of my grandfather. I'm like, well, nigga, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? We don't know your life like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, and then he would say, they would say, yeah, he would have mood swings where he would, like, seven, eight days in a row, he would just be, he wouldn't want to talk to anybody. He would shut down. He wouldn't want to take his hat off type of shit, taking pictures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That is problematic behavior. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's problematic behavior from an individual who's not being checked. Mm-hmm. For some, for these guys who have so much money, so much time, and so much, uh, so much money and opportunity. Are you okay in that chair? I'll live. So we're, we're probably gonna have to, we're probably gonna have to go back to the we're going back to the living room. So we we gotta figure out a way to get this to get these fucking microphones working. But 
Despite that, though, I can I can tolerate it. Okay, it's fine. but the thing is, though, it's like when it boils down to it, it's like you got a guy who's not checking himself. You got mm-hmm. you got these guys who have all, nothing but the, the resources in the world to be able to get themselves mentally checked. And the we'll go ahead. But you don't know that he's not like seeing someone about what he's going through. Case in point, I'm glad you said that. So now he left Boston, right? Mm-hmm. He he got everything he wanted. He got to be the man. Mm-hmm. He got to be the dude. LeBron's not there. I get to be the man. I get to be the leader and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then he goes around and says, like, damn, man, shit, I should have stayed with LeBron, man, because... Uh, and then he goes and apologizes to LeBron. You know who does that? People who aren't wrapped too tight. Mm-hmm. What they do is they justify type of things like that because what they do is when they get a situation, when they finally get things that they want and they realize that they're not mentally and emotionally ready for that, they look back at the past situation and try to make amends for it because they try to say, it's like, damn, I had it better over here because the grass isn't always greener. You know, yeah. and so what he did was it's like, all right, well, let me change my scenery again. I'm going to go to Brooklyn and then come to find out about two, three weeks into the season with Brooklyn, not even. Mm. Reports of him having mood swings. They said Kyrie Irving's mood swings are reportedly an unspoken concern in Brooklyn. When Irving lapses into these funks, he often shuts down, unwilling to communicate with the coaching staff, front office, and sometimes even his teammates. Uh, Mac, Mac Mullen, what Mac Mullen reported. So this is Jackie McMullen, yeah. who, who who was in who's a Boston writer, who's a reporter, and who is someone who is credible as anybody in this business, mm. in the business of being, you know, in sports. Then they go and say, oh, no, she's lying. She's talking shit. Oh, really? So you're going to tell her, you're going to tell this woman who's been doing this shit for fucking years, who's a beast at what she does, who's great at what she does. They're going to go ahead and try to diminish this woman's greatness by saying that, oh, no, he's not like that. And then people say, oh, it's normal to have mood swings. It's not, it's normal to have mood swings, but it's not normal to shut everybody down to the point that you are uncooperative. Can you imagine everyone out there, Rob, Erica, Brooklyn, at your job especially, (laughs) if you went to your place of work and just didn't talk to anybody, period, like they're, hey, did you, like, are we going to work on that later on? Uh... All right, you know, like it doesn't work like that. But you're an artist. You're a great player. You're a yeah. basketball player. You're beautiful on the court. It's like it's like right, niggas get it together. I, basketball player is not an artist, mm-hmm. okay. but that, but there's an artistry there to it. But you know what I'm saying? But but, but yeah, and I'm yeah. going to answer your question. I yeah, again, like I, you're right. It's probably I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, oh my god, this guy's a monster or anything like mm-hmm. that. Certainly not. But well, yeah. his behavior is definitely like. Problematic. It's extremely yeah, problematic. It's totally extreme. fair to say. It, it, it's extremely fair to say. And the reason why I say that he's not getting the help he he, he needs, that he needs, mm-hmm. I, I, trust me, I'm not saying this to talk shit about the guy. I'm saying this because the man needs help. Mm-hmm. He's 27 year old. He's got the got the world at his feet. Mm-hmm. He has an opportunity. He's he's about to reach the prime of his career soon. Mm-hmm. He has a great opportunity to do great things with himself, with his life. Mm-hmm. He has he has all this. Beautiful and wonderful possibility. Mm-hmm. And he's going to throw all that away by letting these mood swings get to him. He's not getting yeah. the help he needs because he's on his third team within three, four years yeah. having the same reported issues. What happens is when people think that the grass is always greener and they have to go change the scenery, mm-hmm. what they forget is they take all their mental, emotional yeah. baggage with them. Right. So what he's been doing from Cleveland to Boston to Brooklyn now yeah. is that he's taking all that emotional baggage with him. And, right. and, and, when, and the thing is, it's like the black announcers, the black sportscasters, the black pundits, the black whomever it is they all say like yo it's like it's okay and or his teammates oh no he's fine he doesn't have bad mood swings what they're doing is is they're doing essentially what people what people who have issues with they have a problem they're trying to overlook it saying no he doesn't have a problem Mm -hmm. but what will happen is eventually he will do something so severe that will affect him and his teammates. If they keep saying that, oh, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine, mm-hmm. they're basically overlooking the real issue. They're just trying to, like, oh, what is it? They're just trying to water a... Uh, I don't know. He's like a lotus. You know what I mean? He's a lotus flower to ruin a, and, and, and a bunch of mud, and he's got to realize that, yo, he's a lotus flower. He's beautiful. But they got to get him out of that mud first, too. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like until he realizes he has an issue yeah. and he has a problem and it affects him and everyone around him, and then the people try to placate that shit by saying, oh, no, he's fine, he's a great basketball player, he's going to continue to do shit that's problematic. And what's going to happen is when he doesn't have basketball anymore, who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Case mm-hmm. in point, Antonio Brown. 
that nigga's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That nigga is a narcissist. I mean, and, and, and I know this is probably redundant at this point, but mm-hmm. like, it sounds like he doesn't either want to acknowledge that he has issues or doesn't think about it in that way, doesn't realize he does. Because they, they, they don't. Yeah. So, but, but whose responsibility is it? His. To, yeah. And he and Ky, and we were talking about Kyrie here, and with Kyrie, he won't. He won't get better until he realizes he has a problem, and it's hard. It's hard, man, and it's not easy. And I'm not look. I'm not saying this to down him at all. I think the guy's he's a brilliant kid. And the funny thing is, you listen to the way he talks. Like sometimes when you hear him talk, he's like he just because I had this issue too, and I still kind of have it from time to time. And I and I try to do my best with it. Try to get to the point of what I'm saying. He'll just have this non sequiturs, and it's just this just he'll just bloviate over the idea. Just like he'll just go on and on. About what, and then you're asking, like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about, Kyrie? Mm. You know what I'm saying? He takes a long way home from school just to, you know what I mean, just to prove a point, you know? Yeah. And and that's, and I've seen that with him so many fucking times. And for me, like, seeing like, all that behavior says to me, it's like, yo, he has mm. mental, emotional issues. But the thing is, because we're black, he's a black man and black people, we will never, ever admit up front that we have issues. Never. It takes a while for us to admit yeah. that shit. And that's what happened. I think it's a part of his black culture with these black basketball players who are just utter narcissists who've been told they're great since they were kids that are just like, they can't be told anything negative. They can't be told what they deem as negative. It's like, oh, I'm not. Oh, I have mood swings. I fuck that. I, that's not, I don't know what that shit. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. I'm, you know, yeah. like, like, no, do you have But issues? also I think it's because it's maybe perceived as a weakness as well. Exactly. And that's the bullshit. The guy can, yeah. you can, you can still have mood swings and be great. Yeah. But, Another thing to bring into this is that if you're part of that culture, you know, you've been told, whether directly or indirectly, that, like, you're not worth as much. So your reaction's going to be, like, nah, I'm, I'm the best. Right. But eventually yeah. what happens is you can you have to say to yourself, like, yeah, I'm, I'm the best, but I also need help. Which, yeah, that's, you're right. That should happen. But the problem is the way that society has, you know, cultivated this situation, they're not going to want to look for help because they don't yeah. think they need it. Right. And the funny shit is, it's like his buddy, who's also like they're in a clusterfuck of, of sadness together. Uh, Kevin Durant went all the way to like he went to um, he went to Golden State. He left. He left. Um, you know, he left the, the Oklahoma City Thunder to go to, you know, Oakland. Mm. And he said, I never felt like I was a part of him. It's like. Yo, these dudes opened their arms up to you. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they sought you out. They came to you at like they came to you and they call it like uh, well, I think what it is. Um, what's that place where all the rich people live in Long Island? Hamptons. In Long yeah, the Hamptons Five. Yeah, in Long Island, the Hamptons Five. Yeah. So they call them the Hamptons Five when these five guys were on the oh, court I together. Know that was Long Island. Yeah, yeah, it's all like way it's on, way, over, way on the yeah. tip. Yeah. The, so the that Eastern side. Right. So with the five Hamptons Five consists of Andre Iguodala, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and um, KD. So they sought him out in the Hamptons. Right. They was like, Yo, we want you here. We want you. We told you we wanted you. But his, like you say, happiness is awkwardness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For him, that man could never be happy. He won two championships back-to-back, MVPs, and he couldn't be happy because he mentally wasn't ready for it. Because emotionally, he's not in the space to be happy. It's like, yeah, I'm a basketball player. I'm getting all these accolades, and it's still not enough. People are still talking shit. They're still chirping. I can't find the happiness within myself. And then what did he do? He's just like, oh, I'm going to leave these guys and go to Brooklyn. I'm going to be sad with my friend over here. You know what I'm saying? So you got these two sad motherfuckers together. Like, yo, y'all better get that shit together, man. You guys are 30-something. Like, Kyrie's 27. Um, Katie's about to be 30. I think he just turned 30. It's like, yo... You are a grown fucking man. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you need to get your act together, man. Like, yo, you need to get your mind right, homie. It's okay to feel that way. It's like you're feeling... He's like, I never felt... He always felt like it was it was them and then there was me. And then when Draymond Green called him out, it was like, yo, you're not with us. He was exactly right. It was like... He was like, oh, like the guys were saying, oh, like... What was it? Um... Like, they were saying that he's wrong, that Draymond was wrong for doing that. Honestly, I felt like he needed, um, KD needed to hear that truth. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, and then he even, KD even said to himself, he was like, yeah, that played a role to me leaving because he wasn't ready to hear that truth because yeah. he was already thinking it. So Draymond already said what the fuck he was thinking. So therefore, 
I mean, the dude has burner accounts. You know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. like, for uh, for Twitter, like that's people yeah. who are not sure of themselves. Yeah. So it's like for all and that. Help, also, not mm-hmm. really ready to be vulnerable. If if you need to mm-hmm. ask for help, you have to be vulnerable to do that. And they live in a world, or we live in a world where like. That you just can't do that. Being vulnerable is like way too scary. It is, yeah. and, and the thing is, and especially the world they live in with the media and all mm-hmm, the attention that mm-hmm. they're under. But it's when you just sweep it under the rug, exactly. When you live in a world where you make tens and hundreds of millions of dollars playing a fucking game, mm-hmm. you can go somewhere where they're not. But the thing is, you still got to come back to where they are. And you well, gotta you come really up with excuses to yeah. like yeah. where you've been. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like it just doesn't change. So, oh, so my deal is, it's like yo, like I got friends of mine who are famous in comedy, and I'm like, I I feel good about where I'm at because when the opportunity comes for me to my turn comes, because it will come. You know, I'm not gonna be working where I work. You know, when my opportunity comes and I get to be me, and I get to work in the the field that I've been born to work in. Um, I'm going to be happy with the success I have because I've, I've already gotten through the tough parts of everything, which is, you know, dealing with the bullshit of just what's going on in my head. So now that I'll be able to understand it, I'll be able to be mindful of my money. I'll be able to be mindful about where I need to be and who I, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it won't, it might be new and different and a little scary, but I'll be able to handle it mm-hmm. because I've already gotten through the tough parts. Like when I see some of my friends who are famous or quasi-famous or just famous enough or whatever it is, um, and I, or they're successful, whatever you want to call success, and I see them having to deal with it, like a lot of them still base their happiness on whether or not they have a show somewhere, like on a television show, and the show gets canceled and now they're sad again. You know, it's just like, why are you basing all your happiness on success? Yeah. You know, like... And it kind of sounds like when the NBA player doesn't win another championship, it's like their show has been canceled. Right. Or they say, oh, or like, when I, you know, the funniest shit is when a, when a, when the team loses and they say, oh, it's all on me, it's all on me. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <You're> harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, it was my fault. It was my fault. My fault. Yeah. 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 What do you expect them to say? Like, right. It just... It was, it was everyone's fault. It was I a could, team effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I would say? It's like the other team scored more points than we did. <laughs> That's Bill it. Belichick. Yeah, oh Bill Belichick. He oh Bill Belichick is the fucking genius. <laughs> like, like he's the greatest ever. Like you don't know like like I think sometimes they'll play a sound like um did they did he win or did he lose? <laughs> yeah, there's a game. Yeah. Did did the Patriots win or lose? Mm-hmm. Just judging by the after game interview with um, Bill Belichick, <laughs> you can't tell because <laughs> he hates the media, you man. Just yeah. Not tell. But, but the thing about Bill Belichick, he's probably one of the nicest, funniest dudes, man. What was it when when um, Guillermo from, uh, from Jimmy Kimmel was yeah. talking with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Guillermo. Was talking with him, and Bill was just like, "Yo, he was loving it." All the other dudes was like, "Ah, yeah, whatever." Really nice, and he answered his <laughs> questions in full sentences. Exactly, exactly. So it's like these two bills are real. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Bill's understanding enough to be like, but he, he thought it was funny, he thought it was cool, but there's like, like what was it, LeBron? It's like, dude, leave me alone, man. It's like, just talk to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah and the only guy that was like, LeBron wouldn't talk to Guillermo? Yeah. Everyone else talked to Guillermo. Except Everyone. LeBron. I'll show you some videos, man, before we go. Yeah, Le- I'll show you the videos. And it was, they showed like a montage of, yeah. because Guillermo, he just, he keeps going to these, what, what is it? These events, like the All-Star Weekend, the NBA Finals. He goes to all these basketball events, and every time he goes, he tries to talk to LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, LeBron, hey, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. (laughs) He even asked, who was it? Was it J.R. Smith? Yeah, it's like, like, yeah, yeah, J.R. Smith's like, hey, J.R., could you say hi to LeBron for me? And J.R. went, hey, uh, do you want to talk to Guillermo? (laughs) (laughs) J.R., Something, something. It's like, uh, LeBron, JR was a, I mean, uh, Guillermo was a, ask yeah. me something. Yeah. I mean, I've all, I, I haven't always loved LeBron, but I have had like mixed feelings lately. I'm he's like, a, he's, he's coming a, around, but then. He's a jerk. He's just, yeah. that's what he is. Dick. Yeah, he's yeah. a dick. He's a dick. And, but he's a nice, he can be a good dude and a dick at the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is weird. But then, right. but, but, but then he was talking to Stephen Curry, and Steph was just like, yeah. 
He yeah. was getting Steph Curry to do the dumbest shit. And obviously, Steph Curry, he understands it's a joke, so he's yeah. playing along with it. Mm. But he's just LeBron being, James just cannot like He cannot get off that horse, man. He's a he sour cannot horse. let that wall. Because he's a narcissist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a level of it. There's a level no I don't say narcissist, he's an ego. There's a lot of ego yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's hard to be that vulnerable. Like Tom Brady. This dude Guillermo had a had a picture of Tom Brady on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and then Tom Brady signed it for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. and then he with Gronk, same thing. Gronk was like, because Gronk knew who Guillermo was. Yeah. And Gronk is a goofball, you know, sex boat yeah. all day. And uh, <laughs> you know, and but the funny thing is, it's just like but that's what I mean. It's like these guys, they have this mental cognition of who they think they are. Yeah. But when you get to see that level of humility from like a Tom Brady. From mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, Bill Steph Belichick, mm-hmm. Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. you know like or even Kyle Lowry or you know just like like one of the oh, basketball I, players. Now you lost. The guy who one of the guys that put on the jersey for when he was doing like so like you just like he put if on the. I don't know who they are. Then they're not famous enough. That's that, true. Yeah. Because I don't know who they are. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Kyle, but just say Kyle Lowry makes thirty-three million dollars a year to play basketball. Okay. <laughs> but not that much. But yes. The CEO of GE makes way more to do what he does, and I don't know who that is. That is true. But I'm just saying, it's just it's crazy yeah. how that works out, though. But the point where it's the point I'm making is just like it gets to a point like though, like you get to decide, man. You can you have that opportunity to decide what you want to do for yourself when it mm. comes to the mental, emotional aspects of who you are. That's why when he talks with Kanye, yo, like he can then make a choice. He's making those choices. Let him make those choices. Mm. Yeah, you don't agree with it. Don't agree with it, but then do you. But the, you know, if you want to talk about it on Twitter, it's whatever. But there's just certain people that just they take it as if that, that that's what blackness is. You know what I mean? Or like okay. over old boy in the White House, like what press will press like yeah, we all know that he's not being presidential, but you gotta admit it's funny as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's other aspects of like a Kyrie Irving, right? Who yeah, well, you're great find it funny. Well that is true. Well, I think I yes. think <laughs> the reason that like I brought that up in the first place is because I am concerned that this particular individual is influential and I'm concerned that people are gonna He's influential if you allow him to. Yes, he doesn't influence. I don't. I don't allow him to be influential to me. Exactly, and that's the point. Influential, influential in general. No, but but that's what I mean. But no, that's true. He runs the country. Right, but those. But but what I'm saying is like you're you're you are right. You guys are 100 percent right. He is influential, but he's also influential if you choose it, if allow him to. The funny shit about this dude is like when you ask him about like when he asked like someone asked him about Mike Bloomberg, he's like, oh yeah, little Michael, little Michael, yeah, little Michael, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Hmm. All people are gonna hear is little Michael. They're not gonna hear what he actually said. All they're gonna hear is yeah, little Michael. So anytime he mentions little Bloomberg, all, right. all his constituents, all the people who follow him, are gonna be like yeah, I'll little t- Mikey. I'll t- you're, I, you know what? I know what you're saying, and I I, I agree with you. It's and I've said this before to lots of other people. There, there's a wall. We're gonna build it. No, there's a there is a wall, and for the most part, you're either on one side of that wall or you're on the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people that are teetering on the top of the wall. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna influence the people on the other side of the wall from where you are, and they're not gonna influence you. I we I get worried that people are influential. But those people that are teetering, there's probably not a lot of them. So it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense to right. critique, like Kanye, for example. Like, Kanye is not going to convince a lot of black people to stop voting. No, because, black, because with black people, the hardest thing about being black is being black around other black people. Because you're like for me being a light, I can't wait for this. Being a light skin, (laughs) being a light skin black dude, and and even with Erica, even with Erica, like we talk the way we talk, and we we're not black enough. Hmm. And because of that, it's just like, well, then fuck y'all. But we can't say that because if we say fuck y'all, then we're not then we're 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 doing not doing our culture due diligence. What's interesting about that is, I don't know that there's a you're not white enough. Counterpoint to that? No, it's, no they're, they're, yeah, there is. Right. You guys are white trash. Yeah, and no, no, but they're they still, still pretty fucking white. Those people, yeah, yeah. The, and, they still get to be white. What are you doing? They do. Shit? 
like like we you know they they are what they are and like and they you know it's also they they actually the, that's the thing when in terms of like voting the white trash people look at those like so-called upper crust white people and go he's looking out for our best interest he wants to keep because it's like a different kind of tribal mm-hmm. like it's it doesn't like the, there's not a lot of infighting. But the, right, but the funny thing is, those those particular people are simple. Right. That's all. And the thing is, yeah. when people think simple, like they think of it a negative connotation. It's like, no, it's okay to be simple. Yeah. But like, if but some of them are simple, and they're like, okay, you know, that's that's fine to be simple. But there's some people who are simple and ignorant. Mm-hmm. And when you're simple and ignorant, that to me is what becomes a problem. Yeah. And then they hear little Mikey, and it's like they run with it. And that to me is kind of crazy, you know. Like I, like I've been thinking like like people are so simple to me, to a certain extent. I don't want to sound like an ass, but like I can predict what people are going to do based off of certain things. You know what I mean? Because of the simplicity of how people are, yeah. The the, the way the stereotypical way of people being, whatever tropes that they are, they're so it's like all that stuff. In, in body, like when I, I was on the road, and it was this dude right next to me. Like he just, but the thing is, like I stop, but he stops. But he stops like kind of like super fast and aggressive. And I'm like, I and I look at, it, and I look, he has the tents all over the place. He's driving a minivan that's all busted up with tents all over the place, still trying to look good with rims and shit on the on the minivan. And I said to myself, this motherfucker's gonna cut me off as soon as that light turns green. <laughs> and then lo and behold, the light turns green. I go and he goes and guess what this nigga tries to do. <laughs> Cut me off. You know what I'm saying? It's like I knew it. You know what Which, I mean? By the way, so you that's, make assumptions. That's another. But it's not. It's not even assumption. It's example. A, it's, it's predictability it, too. But that's another example of you being allowed to be prejudiced. But, but it's not even being prejudiced. Black it is. You're prejudging. But no. But I'm not. But I'm not being prejudiced. So because I don't have anything against him, what I'm all I'm doing is it's like I'm looking at. I'm looking at the way okay. he stopped. I'm looking at the rate I know, of the speed. I, dude, I know what you're saying. The type of car. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. Look, but you gotta. Right. Understand, but I, please. Yeah. You gotta understand the, the the root of what being prejudiced is. But the thing is, it's well, just I, prejudging. It's become more than that mm-hmm. over time. But when I think about when I think about prejudice, I know. Like, but even even the prejudgment of it, like I'm not even prejudging. All I'm seeing is I'm just looking at what's factually there. That's all I'm looking at. You're, yeah, yeah, you're seeing but no, but no, but no, but no, but no. Factually, there but isn't no, but, that he's cutting you off. No, but listen, he hasn't done that yet. <laughs> but no, but but you, but you, but you have you have an assessment of what that type of but no, person but, but, is probably going to no, be like. No, but this, no, I'm going off of what I'm like, listening to. What I I'm do saying. it too, but man. No, but no, it's, it's not. I, believe me, we no, all do. I'm, I'm not. But y'all not listening. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm looking at what's there. What's factually what? Because when it comes down to mental cognition or anything that's being like, lo and behold, choice theory. I learned about choice theory through, ironically enough, um, what was it? Fast and the Furious, Duel of the Fates. Shit. Wait, what was it? Like, what was it like <laughs> the fate of the Furious? Yeah, but yeah, because yeah. yeah, every time I don't. Every time I do that, I'm just oh, and he's like driving that muscle car. All I'm looking at was fashionly a choice theory. So all that gentleman is doing is, pre- is presenting me with with information. Yes, and the information that gentleman is presenting to me, based off that I'm even looking at his race. I didn't even say he was Puerto Rican. I didn't say he was anything. I didn't say I anything about race. You're right. But None prejudice doesn't always have race. to do with I know race. that, but what I'm saying is, listen again, he was coming at a high rate of speed. Correct. He's, he, didn't I, even, he, yeah. he didn't even bother to slow down. Yeah. He was going ahead and just not only did he bother to slow down, mm-hmm. he just came at so fast. And not to mention, he was, but listen to what I'm saying, but let me finish. I'm trying. So when, so when I, he was closer to my car than what I originally, what that, that was comfortable. In my mind, I'm like, between his speed, mm-hmm. where he positioned himself when he stopped, how he was edging, 
towards like you know towards the um, you know waiting for it to turn green mm-hmm. based off of the car he was based off the car he was driving obviously the rims and everything like that it's like okay. this motherfucker thinks he's more than what he think he is okay. and in my mind it's like I'm gonna go cause I'm in the space where I can continue to go straight and he's gonna be in the space where he's supposed to go left but he's not gonna do that and I did that all based off of feeling mm. and based off of the information he pre- presented mm-hmm. and the reason why I don't want to call it prejudice and I think of it as like as a prediction because I predicted I was like this motherfucker is going to cut me off okay but that's what the prediction describe judging all right, so no, I'm not judging on. him. All right, if, right. I, if I was judging him, then I'd be like, I'm judging him for being Puerto Rican. No. Or, judge, or no, judging him for being a shit driver. No, no, just, just for being a shit driver. Let All me I'm try this is, real quick, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. So, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Erica, you may have heard the story before, so I, I have you heard the story before at all? This the one? story that he's just, just no, no okay, all right. So again, correct me if I'm wrong. So when we look at prejudice, well, Rob, it's a preconceived opinion that is not based this. on reason or actual experience. I okay, that, that, but go ahead. All right, all right, yeah, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? So maybe ahead. not prejudice. Yeah, but look up. Jen. Read it again, one more time. Like so, like so, preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience, and in law is like harm or injury that results or may result in some action right, so or judgment. I apologize. I didn't know that that was the actual definition of the word. I know the fuck, I'm talking. But listen, about. no one's saying <laughs> judgment. All right, so no, I'm so, with y'all. All right, so listen. To be fair, the information oh that was presented in the beginning of this discussion, this particular discussion, was how the car looked. You didn't say anything about how the car pulled up and was speeding and all no, this no, until no, afterward. No, 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 I'll give you guys that. No, okay. I'll give you guys that. So that's why, in my mind, because I had an understanding of what I thought prejudice was, that was you were prejudging the situation. Based, but, but okay, if, if it means that there's no reason behind it and you, you, you don't have, like, there's no, um, you the, the, you, you were talking about information. You saw the dude with the, the rims and all that but, stuff. But, but, then, but then again, like, but then again, yeah, you guys are I, right. You guys are right. I didn't present it the way I should have. And with that being said, y'all suck. I'm the truth. <laughs> we're at 56 <laughs> minutes, guys. Um, we are back. I know, yeah. You, you, what is it? You're, mm-hmm. you're great. You're the... No, no, no. Uh, what was it? I, I'm, 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 I'm a vibe, nigga. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm a vibe, nigga. We're going to settle. I'm happy I'm a, with how this all turned. I'm a motherfucking <laughs> movement. Well, go ahead. <laughs> but, but, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, I, like I'm, I'm glad that we actually had that discussion and... We came, you know. Don't like, wind it up, man. Just, just, just go. <laughs> no, but no, but no. Well, but uh, no, I, no. I'm just. I mean, no. You're great. I, thanks, you're great. buddy. You're great. You're great. You're great. I, you're I, great I, too. Yeah. We're all great. Yo, we're all vibe. We're all. Yo, we're all. Listen, what we do here. Yo, what we gonna hear on this podcast, man? Mm-hmm. Is we gonna create moments, man. What we just do. Kanye just create, I'm dope and I do dope shit. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm dope. I do dope motherfucking yeah. shit, man. Look what what Chappelle said when I listen to. All I ever wanna do is be great. If the stakes. Are high enough, you'll say whatever you need to say to yourself to make you believe what you need to believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, every, and he said, Excuse me, and everything I say is the truth. And that's a lie. And that's the motherfucking truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Also, I don't dance. I make, make moves. Money moves. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Just moves? No, 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 no. No, no that's that bullshit from the... From, from but that's Apple. what he's trying to no, do. No, no, no. He's not trying to say that I'm Cardi B. I'm going to do the cock No, what he's saying is a nigga don't dance, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, but he make God. moves. <laughs> Which he... <laughs> yeah. But a nigga right. don't dance, right. but he make moves. With that being said... We appreciate you guys for listening to this edition of Trees Falling in the Woods. That's like I always say. Oh, also, real quickly, go on robchantoscomedy.com. Um, you can buy my merchandise. Take a look at what shows I'm doing. Take a look at my videos. Also, go on our Podbean page, Trees Falling in the Woods. Do a search with Podbean. I forget what the actual address is, but we'll say that. Also, look me up on the Instagram, which is Muse324. That's M-U-S-E-324. And Jeff, what's yours? Uh, Instagram is peaceful underscore warrior. The O is a zero on Twitter. It's just peaceful warrior straight through. The O is a zero. Jeff Dildon on Facebook. And, and, and Trees Falling in the Woods on Facebook. Yes. Trees Falling in the Woods on Instagram. And Instagram. And we do have uh, Twitter too, but then we don't do anything with that. But, yeah. but go to the Instagram page. Go to the Facebook page. Um, and also... 
If you're in the area, <clears throat> Rob provides a stand-up comedy class where there's no structured curriculum. It's just Rob's life. Rob's just throwing up gang signs. He's throwing up gang signs. No, no, no. Look into it, guys. It's 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 something that has changed my life. Thank you. And well, I that's what it is. So uh, if it's changed my life, it can change yours too. If if I could change, then you could change. <laughs> Listen, all yeah. I am is the gas station on people's lives, man. That's it. And what I do is like when I say I'm a vibe, I say I'm a movement. I don't fuck around playing around, but I know who I am. I know who Jeff is. I know who Erica is. I know who Brooklyn is. I'm telling you, we're all great people. We can do great things. You just you just have to allow yourself to be able to have that mental cognition to be able to understand it and put that shit together. We can all do great shit if we allow ourselves to. So also, with that being said, is the Each One Teach One Workshop. Hopefully, I'm going to bring it around. I teach I, I teach it with the babies. Uh, I teach it with, uh, you know, like stand-up comedians. Like a lot of comedians out here in Connecticut don't fucking get that shit. It's all good. I'm still going to do what I do, but there's so many people I love. Also, special motherfucking shout-out to Oregon Amy. We're back. Hell yeah. Amy. Yes. Did she did she make you something? She made me a cap. I thought we talked about you it. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, knit cap. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Beautiful colors. Beautiful stitch work. Like... I, I wrote a message uh, on Facebook and I tagged her in and everything because I wanted her to know. But, like, th- the most important thing I want anyone to understand in terms of the hat that I got is you can reach people no matter how far away they are. If you put in the effort, you can do it and they can reach back. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. I'm telling you, Oregon Amy, she's like our fucking day oneer. Okay. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We love Oregon Amy. Um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come back to was for her because, you know, she was, she's just a tremendous person. And even though we never got a chance to meet her as of yet, it's just still great to know that we can fucking influence a woman all the way on the other side of the country <laughs> and she can influence us and, and she can understand our insanity and she's rolled with it. So, Oregon Amy, we love you. Yeah. And we're so happy we have you. In we hope lives. you're still subscribed. Seriously. We hope you have an alert on <laughs> iTunes or no, whatever it is now. When it comes out, we're tagging her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're totally tagging her. So, with all that shit being said, um, also watch my Toilet Time episodes on YouTube, on YouTube. And, um... What I've been saying now, listen, take your meds, and as always, let's get these hoes. Yo, Adrian! I did it! A whole year, that's what you got. <laughs> <laughs>